Welcome back to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm Neil Smith, and I'm joined by my co-host and founder of Coming to New York City, Katie Smith. Katie, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. So we are talking about our second year in New York City. So we were still living in the Brooklyn Brownstone, but we had a year under our belt. And so, Katie, as you think about our second year in the city, what, what, what are the things that come to mind? The first thing that comes to mind is that it felt like home. The first year, I, I felt like we were tourists. Um, we were trying to get in as much as we could. Um, I felt really lucky to be there for all of the seasons and get to experience everything. So I felt this pressure to see it all and do it all. And I would check event websites and just try to get to as much as possible. And then the second year, it felt like I knew what was good. I knew the things that we wanted to do again. I knew the few things that we missed out the year before that I wanted to try. But it really felt like we settled in. It felt like home. And I didn't feel this need to do everything because I felt comfortable in the city. And I knew I knew what we liked. I knew, um, yeah, I just felt comfortable. Yeah, and I think I maybe felt a little different in that. I thought we were, you know, two years and then we were going to head back to Texas. And so I felt more of an urgency in year two of, man, year one flew by. We've got to squeeze everything else into year two. So while we're here, we need to do even more. So I, I think I felt maybe a little bit different, but it definitely did feel more more like home and more comfortable. So it wasn't unknown. Right. And I think that's, I mean, obviously that's where we differed because for me, I was settling in. And this was clearly not just going to be two years. For me, this was like, we, this feels, like I said, this feels like home. This is not just a two-year thing anymore. For me, this feels right. And so that's where we differed a little bit that yeah, second year. Absolutely. So so as you think about the things we did and and what uh, what was a part of our year two, what, what stands out to you? Um, I think just getting involved in things. Um our youngest started taking ballet at Brooklyn Ballet. Um, our oldest was getting involved in things at school because, um, you know, I don't know if we talked about this before, but um, she had started kindergartner, kindergarten. If you listen to one of our, our uh, your earlier podcasts, you heard us talking about the whole kindergarten thing and how that played out. And so it was her teacher and her principal's idea to repeat kindergarten because she had only started that February. Um and so, again, go back and listen if you want to hear exactly um, why that happened. But so she was repeating kindergarten again, which was the perfect thing for her. But we got to start from the very beginning of the year. So it felt like she could get involved in school. Our youngest was getting involved in things. I was um, going to a women's Bible study in Manhattan every week. So I had friends. I had connection. Um, so that was really the biggest thing for me is to, um, again, not feel like a tourist and not feel like this was a fleeting thing, but to really start um, putting down roots and having friends and, um, and groups to do things with. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I think even some of the rhythms of I had found a good co-working space, and so I'd found croissant is what I use for co-working still today. Um, and so I had access to a bunch of different co-working spaces. I'd really gotten the rhythms of taking the train and and just finding, you know, I even out of my coffee shop that I had found this, uh, this Cups app where I got... Uh, basically a cup of coffee a day for $15 a month. And uh, I knew my barista at, at the local coffee shop. And then you you and the girls would go on dates to one of the diners, and yep. they knew you guys when yeah. you walked in. They knew the girls wanted donuts and what you wanted. And so that was nice to have some familiar familiarity in the neighborhood. Absolutely. As I look back on year two, it's hard for me to remember, though, what, what were some of the activities we did, did that stand out. So I, I remember our day-to-day 
life, but I'm curious if there's anything that we did that you remember that, that jumps out to you. Um, I think venturing out of New York City um, yeah. stands out to me. Um, going on road trips, I know in year two we kind of on a whim. Um, the girls were off for Christmas vacation, and so we didn't really have anything going on after Christmas, the kind of Christmas between Christmas and New Year time. Um, and so we just said, let's go somewhere. And so we packed up the car and we drove to Washington, D.C. Um, and so that was one thing that we did. I think it was in year two that my, my parents came up and visited for, um, like, around the fall time. We drove up to Maine. That's right. Um in the spring, your mom came up and we drove up to Canada, yeah. went to Niagara Falls, did all that. So I feel like the first year we were really focused on New York City. And then yeah. the second year we were really focused about on getting out of New York City. Because mm-hmm. being from Texas, we could drive six hours and still be in Texas. Here yeah. we can drive an hour and be in a different state. So that was really cool for us too, being able to drive um, to all these different states that we hadn't been to before and including Canada and another country. Um, so I think that was really cool for me just to be able to see all the history too in the Northeast. You know, I, I think that's a great point of when, when around New York city, there are so many great places you can day trip and, and yeah. get away from the city. I, I, I don't know if it was in year one or year two that we, we went snow tubing in the Poconos yeah. and, and just during that was the year day. Two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there there were some really great northeast regional adventures. And so when we went to D.C., it was just one night in a hotel, and we, we packed in a lot. Uh, and literally just that morning, we decided to go. Uh, I remember I had to go run an errand into Soho, and then you got the kids ready, and I got back, and we loaded up the car and went to went to oh D.C. Yeah. Um, we did and, Philadelphia, too, yeah. which was great. Lots of history there. And we just day-tripped uh, yeah. to Philadelphia, and, and we're back. We had a... Fill the cheesesteak, and then uh, we're sleeping in our own beds that night. And so really some good trips. I, you know, probably, uh, and and then I also, I don't know if it was year one or year two, but I went to the Baseball Hall of Fame. My dad, uh, my best friend Chris came up. Yeah, that was uh, year two. And we went two. to see Craig Biggio induct in the Hall of Fame. And it, it really, you, you can, in about 30 minutes, you're in the country uh, outside of New York City. Mm-hmm. And so it turns into beautiful country um, outside of the city really quickly. My highlight, though, was probably that trip to Maine. It was just so beautiful. It really was. There in Maine. Um, we stopped in Boston on the way, too, which yeah. was cool. We didn't spend yeah. that much time in Boston. In fact, we're going to go back this summer so we can spend more time in Boston. But, yeah, we really enjoyed that trip. And all these things we're talking about were in year two, and I think you can just tell how much more comfortable we were just getting out and, and doing things um, because we just felt settled in and comfortable with everything. Yeah, and I think probably year one, it for me, it was I want to take in the city. Right. Year two, it was kind of like I want to take in the Northeast. You know, yep. I want to really see. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be easy to day trip to DC or day trip to Philly or, you know, pass through Boston. Uh, that that's not gonna happen when we live in Texas. Um, and so we we really did begin to venture outside in the Northeast, uh, year two, and and some great adventures. I, I will say too. That Niagara Falls trip, Toronto, was beautiful. We had a great Airbnb. We had a great time. Uh, really inexpensive, too, in downtown Toronto and beautiful Niagara Falls. And then we went to Hershey Park mm-hmm. uh, with the kids and had a great, uh, great stay there. Yeah. 
Yeah, just a great experience across the board. And I think that just shows why Brooklyn was such a good first start for us because we were able to have the car with us. We parked on the street like we've talked before about before. Um, but just having the car with us and having that freedom, um, we don't have a car right now, and so it would cost us more money to rent a car and, and find a car and do all of that. So um, that's why Brooklyn was so good for us, just to be able to have our car and be able to get out whenever we wanted to be able to explore all those things we hadn't done before. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I remember too, you know, we, we one of the challenges we have in the city is that rental cars are so expensive here. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, if, if you're thoughtful and, and you're intentional, you can get rental cars at a, at a fair price. So in Texas, we could sometimes get them for 20 bucks a day. Here, they're typically over $100 a day. But if you go by the airport or you go a little bit outside of the city, uh, you can get them for closer to 50 or 60 bucks a day. Uh, so if, like when we went to Canada and we had a car for about five days, uh, we were able to, you know, I think I, I Ubered close to the airport and we got a minivan for, uh, because we had my mom with us, we, our little right. car wasn't going to work. Yeah. And so we were able to get that car for an extended amount of time for 50, 60 bucks a day. So it wasn't, it wasn't crazy uh, to, to rent that car. And so we could obviously do that today still without, without a car and get out of the city pretty easily. So there are lots of options in getting out of the city. And, I, and I, if I think about year two, uh, those are the things that come to mind. What was your favorite of all of those experiences? If there was, there was one of those of all experiences those in year two and those kind of ventures outside of the city. Oh, that's a hard one. I don't know that I can pick a favorite um, because they were all so different. In Maine, we stayed on a cabin, in a cabin on the lake. Um, in Toronto, we stayed in a high-rise apartment that um, had windows on all sides and overlooked the city. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I can't choose because the kids, I think just the kids seeing all of this and taking it all in was was the best part. And having pictures of them in front of um, the White House, in front of the Liberty Bell, in front of... Um, the CN Tower. Yeah. I mean, just all these things that they got to experience in a short amount of time, really. Um, and that it wasn't that expensive for us either. It was just amazing. And I think next week we're going to talk about moving back to Texas. I yeah. don't want to spoil it too much. But when we went back to Texas, my daughter, oldest daughter was in first grade. And she got to show her classmates these pictures of all these places she had been in a short amount of time. And that was just it was invaluable, really. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, you know, I would say in many ways, it's it's the advantage of being in the Northeast. And so I, I would say a lot of that could happen if you're in Boston, if you're in Philadelphia, sure. uh, if you're in D.C. But New York is kind of in the middle of all of those. So we were able to easily go to, to so many of those places in, in the Northeast. And so, yeah, as I think through year two, uh, it, it was all of the adventures. And I think about Hershey Park, I remember you talked me into like going one roller coaster with me <laughs> and it didn't look that bad when I just looked at it quickly. We get on the roller coaster and it was the scariest thing I've ever been on in my life. It was so, the scariest thing that I've ever been on. And I've been on a lot of roller coasters <laughs> and it was the scariest one by far. Yes. I hate roller coasters. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Well, I still have nightmares about it, I know. Uh, but someday I'll get over it. Okay, good. <laughs> so, so I think that summarizes year two. Any, anything else that you would say, Katie, as you look back on year two that, uh, that, that jumps out to you? Um, no, I think we've pretty much covered it. It's just, um, at the end of year two, what we'll talk about next week, um, is just how we had to kind of come together. I mean, I talked about how 
I was ready to stay, and you had it in your mind that it was the last year. And so toward the end of year two, bringing those two together and having to have some hard conversations. Yeah. So, and I think practically for me, as I, as, a, as we wrap up this episode, it was it felt like we were on a two-year vacation. And so while I was yeah. still working um, and working a lot, it uh, and I was traveling a lot, and so I wasn't always there too. You know, so sometimes it didn't even feel like I was in New York City because I was on the road uh, so much. But it um, it it did feel like it wasn't real life uh, because of at least my mindset. And so while I did develop rhythms, um, it, it didn't become home for me at that point. And so I think I think that's where our minds shifted because you you weren't traveling as much and you were building community is in year two for you it became home yeah and for year two for me it became the end of an adventure it was the first time that I wasn't working um because what when we were in Texas I was a teacher and when we moved to New York I had stopped teaching because you were traveling so much so it was my first time to not have to work and try to balance everything and try to figure out childcare and all of that so it felt really comfortable for me and that was a huge reason um because I wasn't working and I was able to spend time with our youngest and take our oldest to school and, and, um, and pick her up every day and get involved in a Bible study and get involved in other groups. So that was really new for me, but it felt really, really nice after working for so long. Yeah. And, and I, and I do want to clarify, I wasn't traveling on vacation. Uh, I travel for work. I, I was at the time I was still a, pastor for a church in San Antonio, Texas. And so I was traveling back to San Antonio about once a month. And then I was traveling, speaking at conferences and I, I'm a marketing consultant. And so I was doing consulting, um, projects and meeting with clients. And so I was traveling for work purposes. Um, and then we, you know, in the, so we developed in many ways, different rhythms. Um, and then year two came to a close and, and that our next episode, we'll dig into, uh, what that looked like and, and why, uh, why our season in New York City uh, came to a close in that season. It could get heated. It could get heated. And so, and we're coming into these episodes. We're not prepping for these episodes because we're intentionally trying to have a, a very real conversation. So even this conversation, we just had a title and we just decided to have a conversation. So that's how we're navigating uh, these episodes. So you are getting our thinking out loud and looking back out reflection. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Yeah. Yes. Unedited. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, these first series of episodes are going to really tell our story, and then we're going to start moving into some practical tips and tricks as you uh, come to New York City. And so we want to share our story of coming to New York City and, and then really dig into how we can help you in coming to New York City. Uh, for some great resources and tips and blogs and so many other things, go to comingtonewyorkcity.com uh, and, and get that stuff there. Katie has created some great resources there and a fantastic course you'll want to check out. Thanks so much for listening. And then also, if you want to follow us along in, in real time, um, you can check out the Instagram page as well, coming to NYC, and you can see what we do on a day-to-day -day basis.